Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to Homestand FC. I'm Sarah Peraria, joined with Timo Werner's biggest fan, Albert Vertanian. Timo Werner, <laughs> welcome to Tottenham. How about Tottenham making these signings in January? Huh? This you early? loved it. Your video Listen. yesterday, by the way, killed me. Thank I was you. on the subway watching it, like, howling. So, Tottenham never make moves this early in January. So far, Eric Dyer's gone to Bayern Munich on loan. Yeah. Which is insane. Kane. Jed Spence. To Gen Genoa on loan. Mm -hmm. We got another center back. We. Tottenham got another center back. Timo Werner coming <laughs> in. It's incredible. I've never seen them do this before. It's good. This it is, it's, first. is it the Ange effect? I think it could be the Ange effect. Yeah. Well, you had uh, Radu Dragasin, I think is how you say his name. He turned down Bayern for Spurs. Mm -hmm. So what effect is that? It must be. It has to be the manager. What we're hearing is that, you know, Werner was convinced by him and this defender was convinced by him. So he's got some serious pull. A guy who was like sixth. In terms yeah. of coaches that they wanted, has this type of pull. So I like it. I'm happy. Listen, you guys need to do it because we know Sonny is I know. out. Asian Cup, Asia which Cup, starts today, by the way. Which starts today with host Qatar. Against? Mm, I wrote it down. I couldn't remember. Lebanon! Lebanon, that's right. You're right. Yeah. So actually, that game is happening right now. Right. As we're live. Um, but that starts today. Sonny's gone. Madison, hopefully back this month. But yeah. you guys picked up a lot of you guys. Tottenham has picked up Tottenham, a lot of injuries. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good that they're actually doing something about it for once. Well, Van de Van is back. Uh, but as he comes back, Ben Davies is now gone for a month with a hamstring injury. Yeah. Uh, there was another injury I can't remember now. Anyway, Matt, so yeah, Madison's coming back. You never oh, know. Oh, Gio Lo Celso, done for a month too. Is that guy, what's that guy made of? I don't glass? know. Glass. Actual I glass. wonder if it's because he doesn't play as much. Because he's, he's a really yeah. good player when he's healthy. Mm. But he seems to get injured really easily. They're just. I feel like they're just certain players that are just prone to prone to injuries. I don't know if it's a matter of playing time or it just could be their you know physical body itself. Yeah, it's like, like um, Hazard too. Neymar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah, I know Hazard never really trained. I wonder if that had something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, Hazard at the end of that looked uh, <laughs> looked different. Great player though. Yeah, yeah. Big week for Fiddy though. Uh, maybe we'll start on a sad note. Actually, Franz Beckenbauer passed away, but yeah. it got me thinking about. Football players that have passed away. And I don't think we have lived through that many that have maybe no. we felt a lot. But was there any player that has passed away that you felt it the most? Yeah, so I was thinking about this. And this is going to sound really, really strange. But he did die. <laughs> Christian Eriksen. Oh, my God. Right? Like, he did die for five minutes. That's What's what he said. That th nice. Those were his words That's at the crazy. Euro. It's right? It, I know it's crazy, but do you remember watching that? Yeah, no, no, no. That that I was almost in tears watching him go down. That's like in, engraved in my right. brain. That's so it, it sounds a bit strange, I know. But, I mean, like you said, we haven't really been through big ones of, of players that we followed during our generation. Like, okay, Pele died and Maradona. We didn't really get to watch them play. But I will say those We don't have that type two, of connection. For sure, for sure. It'll be different when, you know, we're older and players that we grew up watching will pass away. I can't even think about that. Like that. <laughs> no, don't. Don't think don't, about it. Don't. It'll never happen. But I actually will say, like, I remember exactly where I was when Maradona died and exactly where I was when Pelé died. Like, it was like one of those, like, things, those moments in life that you, like, you will remember. I don't know if you were the same way, but I remember the first thing I did when Maradona die, died was immediately call my dad. Like, that, like, I had to. And it was just, like, I don't know. There was just, like, heaviness, I felt. Like, it was so And your sad. dad, but your dad had a connection to him. Well, I mean, he obviously watched him, yeah, because Maradona was, like, in the 80s, right? That was, like, prime yeah. football. I mean, Johan Cruyff was my dad's, like, favorite guy. But for sure, Maradona. Because Pele was also for our parents as well, yeah. right? Like yeah, we still felt those, though, because of 
They're icons. hundred percent. But yeah, no, not, not, not one outside of the Ericsson thing really like hit me that, that hard. Nuts. That one, I'm telling you, that was insane. Yeah. I, I remember sitting in front of the TV. I was by myself. I'm praying. I'm almost in tears. I'm like, don't tell me this guy just he died on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, with all those heart attacks and whatnot, actually one that oh. I completely just forgot right now was Danny Jarque in Spain. Oh, that's he was right, like yeah. 30 years old. That's and right. that's who, when Iniesta scored the game-winning goal against Germany in the FIFA 2010 World Cup, he had his like message to Danny Jarque. That right. was actually a bigger one. He wasn't as big of a player, and if you probably didn't follow La Liga, you wouldn't know who that is necessarily. But he was young. Like that was like you felt that because I remember thinking like, oh my god, you're like 30 years old. I don't even know. I think he might have been younger. But yeah, those ones. It's scary. We're gonna go through this, right? I don't want to think about it. But don't think you should not think about it. <laughs> I actually can't. You shouldn't. But we're gonna have to. We're gonna go through it, right? I, I told you through text we should do a best eleven of of people of footballers who've passed away. Oh, so just footballers that are yeah. Call it like I don't know, Heaven's Eleven or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, Heaven's Eleven. That'd be is great. You, you make a team, I make a team, and we'll Ooh, we'll debate it. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we already know some of the locks in there. Pele, Maradona, Cruyff, like, you know, yeah. these guys are getting in. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'm yeah, Shane, it. whoever's, if he's still alive, I don't think he's still alive. No, he's not. Um, you want to talk about this. Jaden Sancho yeah. has made the move back to Dortmund from Manchester United. 2021, he signed with Man U from Dortmund. 73 million pounds. The guy hasn't played since August 2023. Now he's going back. He's getting a lot of hate on the internet. You brought up something specific, but I've also kind of seen a trend where players pundits whatnot are referencing his work ethic right lots of stick for jaden sancho i know we even talked about it like i feel like a few months ago that seems to be an issue but i mean i'm not surprised it didn't work out at manchester united i think one because the environment at united is super toxic and Mm -hmm. it's been like that for a long time they went through the ronaldo thing and then this jane sancho thing and what's been happening over the years with different managers but on the sancho side like these dis- disciplinary issues have been happening, you know, late for practices and late for team meetings. Yeah. Matic said that happened at United. Ten Hag said it. It was said at Dortmund when he was there. Uh, Southgate had an issue with him with tardiness. And I think even Sancho talked about it himself. So the fact that it didn't work out because of those reasons, isn't that surprising? Yeah. W- what sucks is that I think there's a real, like there's a real player there, like a really good player. He's only 23 years old. By the way, isn't that crazy? He's only twenty three, and I feel like yeah, he's been playing forever. Like, yeah, and he, don't forget, he had a fallout with Pep in Man City as well. Yeah. So this has been going on forever. Um, but there's a really good player there. He's been, you know, double digits in goals and assists for Dortmund before. I think in one season he had seventeen goals. He went twelve and twelve one season. So there's a, a legitimate baller there. He just needs to get whatever his issue sorted in terms of, you know, being on time and being a professional and just being a regular adult. But do you think that resurgence is going to come under Sahin at Dortmund? I don't know. I think there's going to be like that honeymoon period where he goes and he's so excited and he's going to rip it up. Did you see the videos? He's so excited to be back. I think he's he's just excited. This sounds so bad, but I think he's excited just to be out of Manchester United. I feel like we know United. We talk about them week in and week out. Like they're such a toxic club right now. Like behind the scenes, I feel like we don't even have like 10% 10% of a clue of what's going on. You Slow, know? Slowly, like, things are getting leaked out. Like, every yeah. other week, you hear about what's going on. So, he might just feel like a weight is lifted off his shoulders just to be out of that dressing room. Yeah, true. I, I just, I don't know. I, I felt like that system under Ten Hag would fit because he's playing, like, the similar 4-3-3 that he played at Ajax, and it, it works for the wingers. But never had the number nine for Sancho to really feed into. Yeah. Don't you think, though, it's kind of, like, insulting? I don't know. As a fan... That you're watching these these professional athletes that are getting paid bucket loads of money. Yeah. And they can't even show up to practice on time. I know. Especially because 
to get to like we're talking Manchester United, maybe the biggest club in world football, and he's gotten there. And you can't even show up to practice. You you sacrificed so much in your childhood and your you know youth years. Your family, I'm sure, did. And like all of a sudden now, like how are you showing up to practice? Like there's one thing of like you're not playing well, maybe your form and whatnot. But this is such a thing. Like it's so avoidable, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe it's just too much too soon for some of these players yeah. at a young age. I mean, if they're young, I, I yeah. can't say like how I would be if I got that money that early. I want to say, oh, I'd work Crazy. so hard. I'd be <laughs> in the gym not. late. I'd be with Kobe Bryant at three o'clock in the yeah, morning working. Drive. You know what I mean? You'd be saying all these things. Of course, yeah. I'm going to work hard. I'm making all this money. I'm I'm living a dream life. But yeah. I mean, once you, well, I think maybe once you're in that life, you're a celebrity. And like, I don't know, you already got paid. Like there's not much more to work for after that. Maybe you felt like, you know, the come up, I did everything I, I could to get to this point, And now like, I don't want to be doing that anymore. So in a way I can understand, but on the other side of being a professional, it's like, what the hell are you doing? You hear about guys, uh, how hard, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo used to work in mm -hmm. training and, and Messi and Zidane and Figo and these players and what they put their bodies through. Even when they were at the top, yeah. they were still training harder than some of the other players. And then you hear about Sancho and Hazard, and you're like, well, why aren't you guys training? Why can't you guys do the same thing? So it's, it's a very strange thing to try and figure out, but I'm assuming it's just getting too much too soon in terms of money. Yeah. I can't wait to see what he does, though. I mean, like, I hope, I hope he, he rips I, it. I hope he does. I hope he does, too. I also like to see Dortmund make a bit of a, a comeback here. I mean, Bundesliga's up in the air, as we know. But uh, speaking of unhappy players, mm. Saudi Arabia is going bananas right now. <laughs> Every player, it seems, coming out of Saudi Arabia right now saying, I'm not happy. I want to go back. I'm sitting here thinking, I know. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, like, of course. Are we shocked? Like, absolutely not. Jordan Henderson has come out after that entire, you know, hoopla he went through with really being promoting LGBTQ gay, gay rights. LGBT, I can't even say. LGBTQ. Plus. 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 Rights. Go. Jesus. Sorry, guys. Um, But he was such an advocate for that at Liverpool. And there was a lot of, you know, concern with him going to Saudi right. Arabia and all of that. And then he made the move anyways. And now he's like. Sorry, guys. Like, I kind of want to come back. Benzema's not happy, apparently. We know Neymar before injury came out and said he wasn't happy. Are they are they coming back? Well, they'll go somewhere. <laughs> the one that annoys me the most is Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Because I remember he did a, an interview with The Athletic, and he was asked about why he decided to move there. And obviously, he didn't say the money, even though we all know it's because of the money. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But he said, he goes, uh, I, want, I want something that's going to excite me. <laughs> you're the captain of one of the biggest clubs in the world mm -hmm. playing at Anfield, one of the best grounds in the world, challenging for everything, everything, every single season. What more excitement do you need? Do you think going to Saudi Arabia with half-assed crowds over there? And this is, I'm not knocking on Dude, they're the They're playing the like Saudi in front people, of 300 players. But no one's showing up to those games. Three, Unless I you're mean, Cristiano fans. Ronaldo. Unless you're going to go see him, you're not showing up to those games. Let's be completely honest. 300? Can you imagine, though? Like, that, we got more people coming oh, to our games on Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what excitement. Like, yeah. Shut up. And now he wants to come back. But I think the main reason why he wants to come back is I think he's realized that he's not going to be picked for the England squad. Oh, that's a really good point. I didn't even I think about that. I truly believe that. And that's why, like, he's linked to Ajax and Ajax want him. If he goes to play for Ajax, it's great. He's going to be... 100%. Def definitely start in that team. But I think that's the number one reason. I don't think Southgate is looking at Saudi Arabia and, and looking at players that go there mm. as as uh, legitimate uh, players to pick to play at the Euros. Yeah, I mean, England one of the favorites, not. right? You can't have you can't have these, you know, these types of players who aren't playing at the top level 
No yeah. disrespect to Saudi Arabia, but it's not the Premier League. It's not Serie A. It's not La Liga. It's not even close to that. It's not even top 10 in, like compared to the And US you have team. a player who's disinterested in what he's doing. So why the yeah. hell would you take him? And I think over time, we always say Southgate has his favorites. But maybe he's showing his hand this way. It's like, well, if you're in Saudi Arabia, I'm not picking you. Well, there's a lot of talk about Newcastle because we are in a January transfer window yeah. and certain teams owning other teams here. And they're allowed to now move play their own players around yeah, yeah. within you know all the teams that they own. You think anyone's uh, going to come on mm -hmm. a little loan deal back to the Prem? I mean, if they want to strengthen that midfield, Ruben Neves, I don't know if he's available. I'd yeah. probably look at him. Um, yeah, I'm not sure who else would be available. I think with Bobby Firmino, I think his contract is done now with the Saudis. Something yeah. like that. Right? I can see him going back to Brazil. Well, he's been in England. I've yeah. heard links to Fulham. Well, they were at the Sheffield game, United. right? Yeah, oh they were at the game. God. Sheffield United. Uh, I think that was it. But I think, like, you know, Firmino would work there. Honestly, yeah. Henderson or... Ruben Neves would work there. So I wouldn't be surprised to see someone go to Newcastle. They need to strengthen. So, too yeah. many injuries. So many injuries. Way too many injuries. If, listen, if you have the advantage of having those owners, go and take your pick. Yeah. Newcastle play Man City this weekend as well. I know. No Holland, I think. No Holland, but I mean. KDB is back. What do you think of KDB's flow right now? Yeah, he looks like Frankie DeYoung. He does look like Frankie De Young. Like that's right. That's nuts. Uh, listen, I'm I'm so happy that he's going to be back. I miss watching KDB. I think City have looked like they're missing not only him but Gundogan obviously as well. Yeah, I'm excited to get that little creative kind of player, that number six or whatnot in the middle there. I think it's going to be great. I think uh, I think City are going to smash Newcastle. If I'm honest, probably. Where's that game? Is it at uh, St James? I think it's at Idea. Oh, is it? Okay. I think so. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. Before we jump into some Afcon, some Asia Cup. Yeah. There's an El Clasico on Sunday. Oh, I know. I am nervous. <laughs> really? Are you kidding? Barcelona In Saudi have been. Arabia. I hate it, man. I hate it. I can't. Tony Cruz doesn't. He did, but he doesn't anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're all advocates. What a game, for what a crowd, he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Get game out. was incredible. The game, well, the, the Atletico Real game was incredible. The Barca game, not so much. No. I mean, Barca look absolutely miserable. Even though they won that game 2-0, if you look at the scoreline, you're thinking, yeah, that's not bad. The last maybe 10 games Barca have played across all competitions have not been good. Winning by kind of last-minute goals, a 1-0 win, not even winning some of these games. Mm. I don't know what the heck is going on with this team, but it's it's bad vibes. And going into this Clasico, I think Real are going to wipe the floor with Barca. Because the one thing is, Real, Jude Bellingham aside. How does, because how does that feel is, saying that, though, by the way? Real's going to wipe my the eyeballs floor out of my with head. Barcelona. Well, look, the thing is with Real is they're... They have the grinta. They have the 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 push to like keep on going. Right. We saw that against Atletico. Atletico were winning the game, but Real keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. They don't give up. This is the exact opposite of Barcelona, who look like they're just. Oh, I'll just pass the ball around and see if it works out. Why do you think that is? Is it? I of don't know, savvy? but I mean. Something's wrong because some of these players, Rafinha went off yeah, injured in the yeah. first half. Uh, players are not fit. I told you about this before. I think there might be something going on with the training as well. But it's hard to not look at Xavi, of course. But this has been going on since Messi left, since Guardiola left. Like, I think it goes above Xavi because we've seen a few coaches come in and it's not worked out. We've seen so many superstars come into the Barcelona side. It hasn't worked out. Players like Gundogan, who last year... 10 out of 10, 
are performing at like a five. Mm. We're talking about Ilkay Gundogan. He's one. He's he's a fantastic midfielder, one of the best in the world right now. Comes to Barcelona, and all of a sudden we see this decline. I can't assume that it's on him. I feel like there's something in the club, and I think it goes up to the top guy right now, Juan Laporte. Like I, there's something wrong with this club. I really feel it, but it's not looking good. So is this like? Because I don't follow it as closely as you do, but is this like a, a Manchester United situation? Is it toxic back there? Are I the think it coming is. coming out about what's going on with management? Is there yeah. no faith in Well, you see players come out directors? after they play at Barcelona and they say how miserable they were there. Like, that's not yeah. good. That's not good. So that makes me also think, yeah, it could be sporting directors. It could be so what the hell do you do? So what's the solution well, here? Well, they, they need somebody else. Like, it's been... It's been an issue since Bartomeu, who basically screwed the club over, obviously. Then Joan Laporta came in and everyone was happy, but it doesn't really seem like he's doing much better. But they're obviously, we have to remember, like still trying to come back to, you know, equal. Yeah, yeah. Like they're still in a ton of debt. So could that be affecting it? Maybe. I don't know. But it, it's, I think they might need to like clean out the house. Start at Almost the like a rebuild of Barcelona? Seriously, yeah. I mean, listen. Can, can the fans even handle that? Yeah, because we produce players like it's we. <laughs> Barcelona <laughs> produce players like it's there. It, that I'm not worried about. Yeah. Messiah's like amazing. Look at these young kids that are coming through. Laminium, all the best player on the pitch uh, yesterday against Osasuna. But I'm not so much worried about the players, but it's like everyone else. Trainers, coaches, sporting directors, like everyone. It seems like there's just a cloud. Okay, let me ask you this. Who has more pull right now in terms of bringing world-class players in? Real Madrid or Barcelona? I think Real right now. Is because Real? Barcelona haven't been the same since... Since Messi left. Like, they're still one of the biggest clubs in the world. And yeah. I think people still want to go and play for them. But Real Madrid have just... It just looks like a better vibe. Both teams have won. Obviously, Real have done much better in Europe. Obviously, Barcelona have been terrible. But, like, there's... Real, I think, if you're looking at the two teams, they're like, well, at least this this team looks like they're happy. And I, the f you can see the future with Real Madrid. For sure. Like well, especially since Ancelotti signed I know. <laughs> and listen, if they get Mbappe, it's like... I don't want to say Real Madrid is back because they just won the Champions League a couple seasons ago. So yeah, they never yeah. really fell off. Yeah. But it hasn't been that same... Looking like they're going to win La Liga this now year Now it looks Woo! like they're, they're getting ready to dominate Europe again. Alfonso Davies going to Real Madrid. Imagine. Imagine having Alfonso Davies and... Oh, I just thought about this. Oh, my God. Mbappe and Alfonso Davies on the same side? I'll never sport Alfonso Woo! Davies again. I have a Davies jersey. Bellingham, Camavinga. By the way, Camavinga, maybe my favorite player in La Liga. Yeah, yeah, I love that he's guy. He's great. I, yeah, he's great. But um, Any, Anybody who can play left back, midfield, and on the wing? That's so versatile. That's and he's player. like, what, 21? Crazy. Well, I'm telling you, they're going to dominate Europe for No, they're for nuts. They're nuts. They have Shuameni as well. They got the Artigulaire. Like, they have young players. Like, it's... I hate it. <laughs> Danny Carvajal still playing out of yeah, his mind. Still, like, like he scored against Atletico. Rudiger still looks good. Yeah, you see Rudiger uh, twist uh, Alvaro Morata's nipples? Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> well, why did he Rudiger, do that? Because he's a shit disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> you see the photo? Morata's like yelling at him. This guy's like having a laugh. Rudiger is here for the bands. That's it. They played together, I think. Morata. Oh, at Chelsea. At Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. maybe that's it. Hey, but, hey, that would piss that's me off, though. Imagine you're losing. <laughs> In a semi and you get a little nipple a twist? A nipple twist is a crazy bitch. thing to do. <laughs> I can't even talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about AFCON, though. Yes. AFCON starts tomorrow. Ivory Coast hosting this year, and they are going to be playing Guinea-Bissau. Mm. Ivory Coast looking like one of the teams to watch in this tournament. Obviously, being a host nation gives you some 
credibility. You got the fans behind you, but they're looking like they might slowly have this resurgence since uh, not too long ago Didier Drogba right. era of Ivory Coast football, which was they were they were different. They don't yeah, really have yeah. that. Toure, Colo, yeah, Toure. so many stars. They don't have that anymore. Like, yeah. I think Serge Aurier is their captain. Yeah. Which, I mean, listen, credit Serge <laughs> I was going to say, I, watch I watched, your mouth. <laughs> I watched Serge Aurier for years at Spurs. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he is, he's one of these players who, in a season, can give you, like, three, maybe four games where he's, like, 10 out of 10, and he mm-hmm. looks world-class. It's like, where was this? And the rest of the season, he can give you, you know, ones and twos. Ones and and twos. make horrible decisions. And you see him for Forrest, it's same way. And so him on Ivory Coast being the captain, I just find hilarious. But I, obviously, he's, he's a vocal guy. He's a leader. That's why they want him as a captain. And I think he's probably, if I were to guess, maybe the most capped player on the team. I think so. Currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have to be because I looked at the team. You have, like, Nicholas Pepe and really young players. They're really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I so. think they're going to make a run, though. I don't think they're going to win. I think they are going to quarterfinal kind of area. Yeah. I think they'll do that. I noticed with AFCON, like, the big teams that they – they're the teams that are there at the end. You know, Senegal, Egypt, uh, Ivory Coast, Nigeria. Like, these teams are, are the teams that go on runs. Ghana, another team. Well, I spoke to um, a Ghanaian football journalist actually this week, and he was saying that with AFCON, it's all about the teams that that have the the power to kind of collect themselves, play as a team, push them. Sorry, what I'm trying to say is it doesn't necessarily need to be the Egypts, the best teams that have the best players. Right. It might just be a team that has the most hope and willingness to do it. Like he was like this, it's kind of a crazy tournament because you never know what you're going to get. And I think, but that's kind of like alternative. That's what I love about tournament football though, because like you just have to play your best football for one month. Exactly. And whatever happened before and after doesn't matter. Exactly. Put it together for a month and anything can happen. That's why every tournament, it doesn't matter if it's AFCON, Asian Cup, Euro, Copa, predicting, World Cup. Predicting, forget it. D- predicting, forget it. But also, <laughs> there's always one Cinderella all the time. Okay. And I think that's that team that you're talking about. So who is your Cinderella, a.k.a. Dark Horse Well, of I don't AFCON. know if this is a Cinderella, but... Or a Dark Horse. Maybe Dark Horse-ish, based on their odds. I think they're 11-1, to 1, but Nigeria. Wow. Even though Boniface is injured and out for the tournament. But, I mean, they have... The best attacker in Africa. They have a pretty good midfield. Wilfred and Didi, mm-hmm. Alex Owobi. Like I like their team. I think it's a really strong yeah. team. Do wow. I think they're better than you know Senegal and Morocco? No. Nah. But if they win their group, if Senegal and Morocco win their group, they don't have to play either of them potentially until the semifinals. Yeah, huge. I think I think it would be Senegal. So that's why I think they can go on a run. And obviously, I'm looking at betting odds, and I'm betting. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, Nigeria 11 to 1 with Aussie man. You sprinkling? You sprinkling? I did already, yeah. That's it. So I go. don't know if that's a dark horse. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to go Nigeria. Who's your Who's your winners? To win the whole thing? Yeah. So obviously, Nigeria. Um, <laughs> I would like to see Morocco win it. because After it's, what they did in the World Cup. And it's the same team. Yeah. Like, nothing's really changed. The only, like, player I'm really concerned about is probably Am- yeah. Amrabat. Because... He's kind of been in and out of the Manchester United team. To be fair, I didn't watch much of him when he was at Fiorentina before the World Cup. Mm-hmm. But I know he was starting week in and week out. And he was like the linchpin to that midfield. He was, but that's the concern, right? Amrabat, as well as Unahi, both of them have kind of fallen off since the World Cup. Unahi both, was awesome at the World Cup. Right? Yeah. But then you have these players that you see in a tournament and you're like, they're the next guy. Yeah, and yeah. then they're, they're not. And I'm curious to see how they do. I'm also curious to see about maybe one Sadio Mane or some of these other players that are playing in Saudi Arabia and how they're going to play fair, yeah. in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Because you have to wonder, is their fitness on the same level as the European players? Are, is, is their skill level on the same level? Like, Do you think we might see a decline 
in some of these players that are playing in Saudi Arabia right now simply because the league is just not as competitive as leagues um, in Europe? I don't know if there there could be there could mm-hmm. be a decline, but also because the football maybe this could be ignorant of me saying this, but maybe because the football isn't as competitive, yeah, as the Premier League or La Liga That's or Syria, maybe they're fresher, yeah. Right? Because they're not playing as many games as they probably would have in the past. So maybe Mane's fresher. I mean, you see Al Nasser. They're one of the best teams, I think, if not the best team in the Saudi League right now. He's playing with, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm sure they're extremely fit. I'm not concerned about the fitness. They tied Persepolis, like, in November. Shout out. Wow, what a show that is. So I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe you look at it as you're not playing a tough opposition week in and week out. Mm. And you're fresh for, for this tournament. Like you said, listen, one month. Play your best football. And That's I think it. if you're looking at the end, you're probably looking Senegal, Morocco. I want to throw Egypt in there too, but I'm not really too convinced. If Mo Salah's on your team, you got to throw him in. Yeah, he's with got the a season, shot. Do you remember last, was it last year? Whatever, the, when the last AFCON was. Do you remember the last final? Last Senegal one, right? Yeah, the, the penalties. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mohamed Salah didn't take a penalty. Yeah, yeah. Craziest decision I've ever seen made in football. That can't happen again. He's got to be the first guy taking a pen. Penalties are sca- Do you remember the when first player. Croatia uh, knocked Brazil out in the last World Cup? Neymar didn't get a chance to take the That's penalty. Right. You can't put your best at number five. I don't know when people are going to realize this. You want to I make know. sure you get the first penalty has to go in. It sets the tone. I agree. Nuts. All well, right. Same thing happened with uh, Portugal, too. I can't remember when, but Ronaldo was the last uh, taker. And didn't take it. Yeah, I got yeah. one more thing for AFCON. So Please. I got a top score. Oh, wait. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Whoopsies. Player to watch. Top score. Go okay. Mohamed Kudus. Yeah. Okay, so he ripped it up. Maybe it was two goals in the World Cup against South Korea. He was <laughs> really good. Gets a massive move from Ajax to... Uh, to West Ham, where he's actually playing pretty well. And I looked at his number, and he's plus 4,000, 40 to 1 to be top scorer. Nuts. I love it. I so, Mohamed Kudus, I think he rips up the tournament. I, I like Ghana in this tournament. I like Ghana a lot. Yeah. I'd like to see them go go the distance. Um, let's go to Asia now, because we got two international tournaments just going. I mean, it's crazy. In the summer, now we got Euros and Copa America, too. Like yeah, that's great. Everything at the same time, it's nuts. Uh, you're obviously feeling it because Sonny could be gone for up to eight matches. I hope they get eliminated in the group stage. I'm not going to lie. it's nuts. Okay, I have a question because especially I feel like here in Canada, but from friends um, in the UK as well, it seems like not that many people are clued into the Asia Cup or AFCON. And if they are, they look at it from that exact perspective. They think, I'm losing a player for mm-hmm. this amount of time. Why is that? The only people I know that are really into these tournaments are people of Asian or African descent or like die, die hard footballers that just watch everything. Mm. Well, I think one reason specifically being North America is because we can't, where where are you going to watch it? (laughs) Where can we watch anything? Honestly, if you want to watch AFCON, if you want to watch the Asian cup, it's through a legal stream or you have an IPTV or I don't know, you got a cousin who's got it. I have no idea, (laughs) but you can't, you can't just find it. Right. When, when there's the Euros or the world cup, it's broadcasted on Canadian television. There's promotion for like a month heading into the tournament. So I don't even think Copa America is, well, this year it probably will because it's in the U S but I don't, I mean, I think Fox covers it pretty well in in the States. Okay. 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 And obviously because the states, I think, are usually in it. Right? In Copa America? No. No? No, okay. they, they invite, no, like, it's been Qatar, that. it's been Japan recently. But yeah, it's but just uh, it's the the availability of watching the games. Okay, yeah. We can't see it. And it's not European players, you know. The big leagues are dominated by mostly European players. Hey, Asia Cup has some pretty big Euro players in there. No, I know, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything bad about Asia or Africa or these competitions. <laughs> but, I mean, people watch, they watch Champions League and they watch Premier League and La Liga. And it's dominated by, you know... Mostly European players. I Personally, think that's why. 
I'm excited to watch both. Oh, me too. I, I Listen, if I can find it, I'm watching it. Yeah, group stage, uh, I won't be tuning into every game, I'll be honest, because there's still a lot of football being, to be played. Um, but once we get into the round of 16, I'm in it. And I'm, to be fair, no one wants to watch Qatar Lebanon. Yeah, like, I can't believe Qatar is hosting the Asia Cup. Like, get, well, like... Mm. I believe it. Lots of questions here. here comes Another the question, money. literally, is why Australia is in the Asia Cup. <laughs> yeah. Who made you part of that continent? I'm, I was talking to my dad about it, and he was like, well, who else are they going to compete against? I'm right. like, yeah, New Zealand, Togo, Fiji, anyone in Oceania. But thinking, like, Australia, we're pretty good in the World Cup. I think they're going to make a decent run in the Asia Cup. I don't think they're necessarily going to win, but can you imagine if Australia win the Asia Cup? It's not happening. Rude? No. Stoops. It's probably going to be South Korea. So you think South Korea? Or because Japan. I think Japan. Yeah. I think Japan is my favorite. I think Iran's going to go to the semis. Meditarmi. Sardar Azmoon smashing it at Roma, by the way. Um, so you have South Korea as your winner. Yeah. Is your top scorer son? Yes. Okay. But like I said, hopefully they get eliminated in the first uh, group stage there. Please. Perfect. So you can come back. We need you. Player to watch, Takafusa Kubo. Ooh. I think he's going to dance in this tournament. He's... So, first of all, Real Sociedad obviously playing PSG in the Champions League. Right. I think Sociedad are knocking these guys out, by the way. They're such a good side. Um, but Kubo is a top baller. He is so class. And I think this could be his tournament to really elevate that and okay. shine here. Yeah. I want to say um, I love Endo from Liverpool. I love his game that he plays. Yeah. He's not a flashy player. You won't notice him. Yeah. But I think that's he can be a difference maker for them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Um, gonna ask you f before we get into career path, by the way, which should be chaos. Um, I'm gonna ask you five would you rather this player or that player? Okay. Uh, the last one is actually two specific scenarios. Oh, with the AFCON coming up, Didier Drogba or Samuel Eto? Oh my god, <laughs> um, that's a really tough question. Didier Drogba or Samuel Eto? Probably Drogba. Crazy. I think I would take Drogba. Yeah, man. Listen, Drogba's a baller. So was Eto. I know that. Out here in Inter Milan, Varsa. Uh, I've always, I think it's because I've always loved Drogba. I've loved what he's done. Like, he's just, he, when he came to Chelsea, I didn't know who the hell he was. And he changed the Premier League. Like, if you're looking at Premier League legends, and I'm not sure if he's in the Hall of Fame for the Premier League, but he should be. I think he mm. goes down as maybe top three striker to ever play in the Premier League. So That's I'm going to go drug by. I know Eto played in the Premier League too when he was at Everton. You remember that? Oh, yeah. I think he wore number five or something, number four. Oh. I love Eto. Great player. Killed it at Barcelona. Um, Inter the, Milan. Inter Milan. I think he won the treble, right, with Inter? Yeah, when he was with uh, Mourinho. Schmorin. I'm going to go drug by. That's crazy. All right. All schools or Andres Iniesta? I'm going to say Iniesta because I'm sitting beside you. <laughs> that is the no, right I mean, answer. I think it has to be Iniesta. But listen, man, Paul Scholes. Special. Even Pep Guardiola talked about him. I think being one of his favorite players to ever watch. You know, Iniesta talked about Paul Scholes. There you go. I mean, listen, amazing first touch, passing rage. Like, you can't beat it. Yeah. But Iniesta. Love that. Of course, Andres. Andres. Okay. Asia Cup. Japan. Kazuki Honda or Kaoru Matoma? Oh, Honda. Honda. Honda, Honda AC Milan days? crazy baller and that wasn't really and the like blonde the hair too he was cool like yeah, this guy he was, was cool, cool. Yeah. i think he might still be playing actually 
Oh, I don't think so. Let's no, is he done? Check. I think he's done. It's something with these these Japanese players. They play forever. Yeah, they go back to the J League. Well, I think the just... longest serving player is Japanese. I think he's like 55 or something. Yeah, because they're healthy people, man. We don't know what that is over here. I need here. to take a little bit from the Japanese, man. Figure out No, how to... truly. Don't uh, don't they have one of like the longest um, rates of life? Yeah, longevity. Yeah. Longevity, rates of life. <laughs> the uh, rates of life <laughs> brought to you by Homestand <laughs> FC and Sarah Pararia. Uh No, he, he I guess, retired. His last team was Saduva... Mari Jampole. That sounds like it could be in India. Uh, 2021. Wow, it's in Lithuania. I know oh, nothing. Oh, 2021. Okay, so yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's like iconic, right? You think of that that Milan kit with that blonde hair, the spikes? He's a manager? For who? He managed Cambodia 2018 to 2023, and now he's managing the Cambodian under-23 team. Okay. Maybe this is like his training. Maybe he's going to come... That be I would love a resurgence of Kasuki Honda. Are you <laughs> only kidding? with the blonde hair though? Only if he has the blonde you gotta hair. Gotta have the blonde hair. A Kasuki Honda AC Milan kit. Who wow. is the other one? Uh, Matoma. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like Matoma, but yeah, yeah nowhere yeah. near. No, there's levels to this game. Okay? There's levels, and this one, these are high levels. Maldini or Nesta. Oh, can I take both? <laughs> Uh, listen, it's supposed you can't, to... I'm not, I'm not even going to answer that. You have to answer. You can't separate it. You have to answer the question. Like, you could make the argument that if you're talking about the best defenders of all time, you're going 1A and 1B. I'm aware. That's why it's here. I don't know. You got to think. Let me flip a coin in my head. <laughs> Maldini. There you go. Maldini. All right. And this is actually just a question. But who's going to win a trophy sooner? Son or Kane? Oh. Remember, we are about to enter the Asia Cup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, not club. Just any cup at all. A trophy is oh, a trophy okay. is a trophy. Um, I'll say Son. I'll say Son because he's in the Asian Cup. Because he's in the Asian Cup. It's likely Bayern's going to win the Bundesliga. Hey, don't talk about Xabi Alonso like that. It's likely that's probably what's going to happen. I don't know. And, okay, Spurs in the FA Cup. They just drew Manchester City. Are they going to win the Premier League? No. Are they gonna, no. Oh, so man. you're banking Spurs are probably not going to no, win No, okay, I'll change it. Harry Kane, Bundesliga. Harry Kane in the Bundesliga. I think Jer I, Bayern Munich has a better chance of winning the Bundesliga than South Korea have at winning the Asian Cup. Wow, okay. Because it's a knockout competition. Yeah. League, league play, I think it's, it's Bayern Munich. Well, I don't know. I hope, hope it's the other way around. I hope lie. it's the other way around, too. They haven't been looking good at all. And no. I would, Leverkusen needs to win the Bundesliga. Like, <laughs> for all of us, Leverkusen needs to <laughs> I win. I don't care either way. Hey, listen, I'd be happy Eric Dyer would win a trophy, too. Leverkusen needs to win. I'm sorry, Kane. Like, I, it's not that it's nothing against him, but no. how fun would it be? Yeah, you want to you kill it. You want to kill the dynasty. Yeah. It's I never going to end, though. I hope it does. Okay. We can help. All right. Good job. So now we're going to do... Career path? Career path. All right. I got a bunch here on my phone. So guys, you know how it goes. We're going to give you the career path of a player, but Albert and I are going up against one another. I think we have three or four each, but we didn't talk about this. The loser has to do a forfeit. We have to do something. You got you to lose. You got to take an L. All right. What is our forfeit? I have no idea. I was thinking about this. I was literally going to bring like a hot pepper in. Like I was going to get crazy. Okay. But then I forgot. So let's do it on the next show. This will be the first show with no forfeit. Okay. The next show will be hot pepper. I don't know. Because I was thinking like, pie I think in the face? James was saying pie in the face, but I'm not going to sit here editing this entire show smelling <laughs> like a stinky pie. We'd have to do it on the show. We can do it as a social piece. We'll do it on it. We'll go like Instagram live. So you want to do Here's a pie a over a pepper we'll or we could do something pepper, else. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll put our brains together and figure it out. Okay. Okay. Let me start. 
Oh, you have four? Or I, I have, got four. Okay, so we'll do it both of our four. Okay, I'll start you off with an easy one. I'm stressed out. You already. ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's a career path. Sporting. Barcelona, Real Madrid, Inter oh. Milan. Figs. Hey, Luis Figo. I told you I'd start you off easy. Okay, okay. I'll start. Wait, should we go back and forth? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'll give you an easy one too. This one's actually crazy. I didn't realize how many teams this person played for. Sporting. Okay. Wow. Manchester United. Sporting on loan. Fenerbahce. Valencia. Lazio on loan. Sporting again. Orlando City. Oh, Nani. Nani! <laughs> All right. We're, we're being so nice. Yeah. Arsenal, <laughs> West Brom, Werder Bremen, Bayern Munich, Hoffenheim, Bayern Munich. Are they still playing? Yes. Who was at Arsenal and Bayern Munich? Werder Bremen. Get out. Don't forget about that loan move to West Brom. I don't. That's not helping me. I'll be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you played with Lukaku there. I'm pretty sure you did. Okay, hold on, hold on. Who the heck? He okay, man. Yeah, just, just, just let me. Just Want me to go through it again? No, just, just give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> going through the Bayern team. This is, this is supposed to be a layup for you. This is a layup. I haven't heard one Spanish team. <laughs> what layup? Um. Uh, I'll give you. you no, no, no. Give me, give me the. The path again? Arsenal, mm-hmm. West Brom on loan, Werder Bremen, Bayern Munich, Hoffenheim loan, Bayern Munich. Okay. Give me one sec. Still Who, plays. Still plays. Who the heck plays at Bayern Munich? Why? This is like, this. it's going to kill me, isn't it? Okay. One sec. Well, who's to be fair, I haven't really heard his name much this season. Oh, good. But he, he has been a key player oh, he's, for them. He's German. Werder Bremen? Maybe he's deaf, he's German. Yeah. Hoffenheim. Um, okay. Oh, I don't know if I know this, you know? We gotta put a timer on these things. Yeah, we can. I'll cut it anyways. I'm gonna give you a hint. Sure. Um it kind of looks like the weekend. Weekend. Oh. He's got a mustache. Oh. He rips Spurs. The first in the person League. I thought of was, uh, you know, who looks like the weekend. Well, it's just the hair. It's Leroy Sané, right? But he's played at Man City. It's not him. Okay. Yeah, what, he kind of looks that, like Leroy Sané. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Ooh. Sarah. I'm getting. This is bad. Maybe it's not my day. I don't know. If, I don't think the I'm G like, is silent. I think. Like Serge Gnabry. Oh, Gnabs. Is it Gnabry? I think it's Gnabry. No, I just call him Gnabry. Okay, Gnabs. All right. I honestly I thought you after I said Arsenal and West, West Brom, I'm like, oh, she's got it for sure. I'll be honest with you. Never a day in my life would I have gotten that. Okay. I don't think I would have. Oh, right. That's a good one, though. Go. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Okay. Um, that's going to be my last one. That'll be the third. Okay. <laughs> Let me just figure out how to pronounce this first one. Borussia Nunkirchen. Eintracht Frankfurt, Fenerbahce, PSG, Bolton, Qatar, Hull. <laughs> what? <laughs> Getting a little crazy. Okay, well, he doesn't play anymore. No, no, no. Sorry. He does not play anymore. Go, okay, one more. Go through it again. Borussia Nunkirchen, Eintracht Frankfurt, Fenerbahce, PSG, Bolton, Qatar SC, Hull. Maybe this one was too hard. Uh, 
So he's German. He has to be. He's starts, not German. He's not German? <laughs> Ellie, do you know? Yeah. Am I supposed to look at the camera? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, Ellie's being really dramatic behind the cameras. Okay, one more time. Borussia Nunkirchen, Eintracht Frankfurt, Fenerbahce, PSG, Bolton, Qatar SC, Hull. Bolton? Maybe this one was really hard. That's well, okay. I we'll want to see. say JJ Okacha, but it's probably... <gasps> is it him? <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, my I God. I didn't play for PSG. Great. I didn't play for Bolton. That's what I thought. I thought maybe also the Hull in there. Like, ah, JJ nice, Okacha. Nice, nice, nice. Baller. AFCON. Baller. AFCON, AFCON. Okay, um... This one might be tough, but well, Serge Gnabry, but, but also tough. not, also not. Okay, team I've never heard of to start with, Viter Besse. It's in. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Okay, Viter Besse, Inter Milan, Treviso on loan, Pisa on loan, Genoa, Bari, Juventus, AC Milan. Literally every team in Juventus, Italy. Union Berlin, and now he plays in Turkey. Where? I believe it's with Fenerbahce. Shouldn't we know that if it's at the career path? Okay. What's the first team? And can you spell the name for me? Well, let me just make sure that this guy's playing. Hey, okay, Fenerbahce. Uh, Viter Besse. V-I-T-E-R-B-E-S-E. V-I-T-E-R. Series C. -E okay. At the time. I just wanted to make at sure the time, it was an Italian. It was a Series C team. It's an Italian. So them. Then he went to Inter. Treviso on loan. Pisa on loan. Genoa. Body, Juventus, AC, Juventus, Union Berlin. Yeah. That's the one that should give it away. Is it? And now he plays a Fenerbahce. Like, like, how many Italians have actually played for Union Berlin? Oh, I don't know. Probably. And, like, important Italians. Yeah. Um, oh, did he go to... Is it Benucci? Leonardo Benucci. Leonardo. I didn't know he played for Leonardo. all those... I thought he just played for Juventus and AC Milan. That was it, but no. So Union Berlin, he just he just got sold to uh, like Bari Pisa. This I know. is not. Nice. He just got sold to uh, Fenerbahce. Okay. Yeah. So it's. I got two. I have. Did I get two? I have two, but I have two out of three. Yeah. Oh, this is your third one because yeah. you went first. All right. Good. Good. We're actually doing pretty well. I'm not All gonna right, lie. Let's hear it. Uh, okay, we'll go for another easy one. I'll end on a harder one. All right. I don't know how to say this name. Punic? <laughs> Punic? <laughs> uh, Modeler Donetsk. Shakhtar Donetsk. Dortmund. Man U. Arsenal. Roma. Inter Milan. Still playing. Punic. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Go. Okay, this player is still, still playing. You said? Still playing. Still okay. playing. Yeah, Punic. Ahead. Punic. Medler, Donetsk, Shakhtar, Donetsk, Dortmund, Man U, Arsenal, Roma, Inter Milan. Dortmund, Man U, Arsenal. Holy. Oh. <laughs> Henrik Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan. Henrik Mkhitaryan. Nicely done. Okay, here's the last one. Well, I have to get it, and I hope you don't get my last one. You ready? One. <sighs> Sporting. Oh, cool. Barcelona, Porto, Inter Milan, Chelsea. Bishiktas, Al Ali. Oh, it's uh, Quaresh. Ricardo Quaresma. I thought that was going to be a tough Quaresh. one. Quaresh, give I me a teardrop on the side of Dude, my he face. He played for everybody. Dude, he, that, yeah. Victoria Guimarães. Guimarães. That's where he ended his career. He should still play. Oh my God. So if you don't get this one, then we're tied. And All then right. Ellie has to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. 
Okay, this one, this one's hard. Feyenoord, Excelsior on loan, Chelsea, Lille, Hertha Berlin, Botafogo, Arda Solaire 7. Oh my God. <laughs> what? I, there's a, literally a number. Arda Solaire 7? <laughs> I put it in there because it's part of the career path. This person's no longer playing. No longer playing, but I, I don't know if that would help you. Okay, one more time. Feyenoord, Excelsior on loan, Chelsea, Lille, Hertha Berlin, Botafogo, Arda Solaire 7. <laughs> Feyenoord, Excelsior, Chelsea, Lille. Oh, man. Uh, Dutch. Not Dutch. Not Dutch. Okay. <laughs> but he started his career. Yeah, I found players that... Feyenoord, Excelsior, Chelsea, Lille. Chelsea, Lille. That's the key. Ah, man. Uh, Chelsea, Lille. Oh, God. He's not playing anymore. No. Feyenoord, Chelsea... Chelsea would have been the biggest stint for sure. That's where. This is a shot. In the, no, but he would have played for Newcastle. Never mind. I don't um, know. I, you stumped me. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I was going to say Lowick Remy. I, I can give you a hint. Can you give me a hint? Um, let me pull up the phone. I just I don't want to. What's his background? No, I can't give you that. That's crazy. Fine art Excelsior, Chelsea Leal. Chelsea Leal. I think Chelsea Leal. Hazard, but that's not Hazard. Okay. Um, well, would have gone to retired Brazil. in. Retired. Wait, this player is still. No. You're still playing? There's you no lied to way. Me. You lied to me. Yeah, okay, but you don't know what they're doing at Artist Solar 7. I thought this player was retired. It says they're still playing, um, not with the national team, but since 2022, they're with this. 15 appearances um national team tw 2007 to 2017 chelsea won the fa cup with chelsea in 2007 and 2009 and 2010 and 2012 and won the champions league with chelsea really in 2012 in the premier league in 2010 won lots with chelsea won all the things you could win with chelsea champions league 2012 chelsea team he was on it, and the Premier League 2010 team, he was on it. Okay, so he might be Brazilian. It's not Ramirez. I know who it is, but I... Oh, my God. Is he bald? I'm not answering any more clues. I've literally given he you... He went all that with them, eh? He's, well, he went to Botafogo. He's got to be Brazilian. It's not William. It's, it's what's-his-name, dude. It's what's-his-name is who it is. Who's what's-his-name? I don't know. <laughs> it's one name, though. It's not one name. I don't know. I, I have tap. I don't know. I have no idea. Tell him the background. Tell him the background. Brazilian, right? He's from the Ivory Coast. Oh, my God. It's Solomon Clue. Oh, my God. Dude. I was trying to go for the uh, little AFCON theme here. I know. You know what? I should have put the pieces together. I know. I thought you would after I JJ Kocha. I was thinking of, like, Iron Robin. Like, random names would come to my head. Well... You know what that means? It means we tie. It's a tie. So that means no forfeit this week. Next week. Next week, we're going to do the same thing, same format, but the loser has to do something nuts. Fill we'll figure the it blank. out. Fill and the blank. I think we should probably we should throw a timer on this. Yeah. To put the pressure on. I'm into it. 30 right. seconds. I like it. All right. Well, guys, 
Good job. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> that was maybe the worst uh, dap that's, handshake that's thing us, of that's all us. time. Homestand FC. Enjoy all the football this weekend, guys. We'll be back next Friday, potentially me crying after El Clasico <laughs> and well into the Asia Cup and Afghan.